0: This is your host, Blackstone Joe, and you're listening to Slick Talk. The story you're about to hear is based on true events, but it is a work of fiction. Any similarity to actual persons or direct inject engines struggling with fuel dilution or forum posts about direct inject engines struggling with fuel dilution is purely Coincidental, this is a story meant for educational purpose and educational purpose alone. And now, our story begins in a garage, but not just any garage, one belonging to the owner of a new pickup utilizing a direct-inject fuel system. Our owner is in a worried state, and you'll soon find out why. Let's listen in. I just bought this pickup for my son, and gosh, I'm worried it has a problem. The oil level is rising on the dipstick, and I'm draining far more oil than I put in. Gosh, this might be half a quart, a quart over full. The dipstick smells of fuel, and every time I start the engine, I can smell fuel too. I don't understand what's going on. I I can change the oil, but I'm... No expert mechanic, I guess I might check the internet. Some of our listeners already know where this is headed. Our owner is about to wade into the treacherous waters of the internet, racing to find answers on the forums, which are populated with quote-unquote experts. It looks like one of these forum users is preparing a reply to our worried owner as we speak. Let's see what advice is about to be offered. So you're concerned about fuel in the engine, huh? Well, I'm not going to waste your time referencing possible problems this particular engine type could have or anything along those lines. Now, Instead, let's talk products. Are you using full synthetic oil? Well, if you aren't, you should. It handles everything better, including excess fuel dilution. And B, install a catch can. I find all sorts of matter in my catch can after I check it. And C, just additives. Use them. Never mind the fact that all these measures I've suggested could cost a lot of money and might not even solve the problem. Thank me later. Allow me to cut in. This is your host, Blackstone Joe. And I wanted to bring this story to your attention. While it's a work of fiction, it's an interaction, one between a concerned owner and an anonymous forum user that I'm sure many of you can relate to. Maybe you were part of a similar story yourself or you could have stumbled upon an interaction much like I did when I found an owner concerned about fuel dilution and came across some interesting tips and tricks on what to do about it. I found myself taking the analyst approach and unpacking these suggestions from our anonymous forum user and trying to understand the logic. I thought you all might be interested in hearing those thoughts and finding out how you can use testing instead as a way to both determine if there's a problem and see what you can do about it. Let's begin with the first suggestion that the anonymous forum user offered up. Now I embellished it slightly because a that showbiz baby, but there was the initial suggestion dating back to the interaction our fictional story is based on about using synthetic oil as a way to thwart fuel dilution from causing problems. I'm not sure how synthetic oil would supposedly address fuel dilution or how our anonymous forum user came to that conclusion. Excess fuel will thin conventional oil and synthetic oil alike. I suppose if a user was able to present data of a synthetic oil maintaining a viscosity despite excess fuel compared to a conventional where the same amount of fuel was present but the viscosity was very thin, Outside of that comparison, where we could see clear evidence of a synthetic holding up better, you can still assume that excess fuel is going to reduce the oil's ability to clean and lubricate because it's robbing it of its lubricity. so coming across a assumption that synthetic will somehow manage contamination better than conventional in the absence of reliable data like a viscosity measurement isn't the right move. The next thought I'd like to communicate is that a problem is a problem regardless of parts, additives, oil, etc. Now, it's true that catch can samples that we've tested can have quite a bit of fuel in them. However, if there's a problem causing excess fuel to accumulate, it would be misguided to assume that a catch can would neuter the problem entirely. Again, we would like to see some data supporting this conclusion about using a catch can or really any other modification to counter excess fuel. For example, if the forum user was able to present a sample with a catch can in place and a known engine suffering from excess fuel, maybe prior data of the fuel being there, and then fuel clearing up after the modification was in place, then maybe we might have something to go on. But in general, be wary of suggestions where adding a new part or doing something different with driving habits will be the cure. You know, mild amounts of fuel show up quite often and not always due to a problem. In fact, they can be due to normal use. But when you have amounts great enough to cause a rising oil level on the dipstick or the owner draining more oil than they put in, Something needs to change. Either there's something wrong with a high-pressure fuel pump, an injector, the fuel mapping system. Maybe it's a computer issue causing the engine to use too much fuel. Whatever it may be, adding a modification won't make the root cause go away. Maybe you'll have some luck in altering the exact percentage, but there's still the elephant in the room Now, none of this discussion or the story that preceded it is meant to indicate that we don't think you can fix a problem without used oil analysis. However, suggesting half measures or modifications that do not address the root cause of a problem can be a dangerous proposition. Contamination that goes unimpeded can impact the oil's ability to do its job and, as such, the engine's condition will worsen as a result. We find it's always best to either address the problem or if you're in a situation where you cannot proceed with expensive repairs, using analysis to monitor the oil and engine's condition is a much better investment than throwing money at certain modifications or additives or products that at the end of the day are at best a half measure. And I believe that after listening to this episode and the 59 Slick Talk installments prior, you can start to understand the analyst approach and utilize it when you come across instances of maintenance tips, tricks, and suggestions, and weigh your options carefully so as not to proceed with throwing money away, instead relying on data that speaks to the engine's actual condition, how the oil's holding up, independent of the eye test. All too often, looks can be deceiving and utilizing a standard analysis is a great way to sleep better at night. I know it helps me when I'm taking care of both my personal vehicles, my family, my friends, the list goes on. And in recent news over at Blackstone Laboratories, we have new labels and envelopes now. If you have our old labels on your kits, we'll send you new ones. The new labels help speed up sample delivery times. On the new labels, you can see our address is plainly printed along with Blackstone Labs right above the USPS tracking number. So again, these new labels really help speed up sample delivery times. What you do is you take the black mailing container, those go in the Tyvek envelope, and you have the new label on the envelope, that will send you. So check your kits now. If you have the old labels, you need new ones to ensure that your samples arrive. Now we sent all this information out in a recent email. If you need to get the new labels, just go to our website and you can order them now. Also check your email if you're an existing subscriber to our newsletter. You should already have this in your inbox, but if not, go to our website you can also give us a call at 260-744-2380. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Um, This might not be a regular segment, but if I ever come across instances where I find myself applying the analyst mind to maintenance tips and tricks that I come across and I find them interesting enough to unpack I will do that again in the future I hope you don't mind me exercising a little bit of my high school speech and debate skills at the beginning try and do a couple character voices just trying to liven it up a little bit around here but thank you for following Especially this episode, if you've been around with us for a while and you haven't yet left a rating or review, please feel free to do so. A star rating, a comment, it all helps us gain meaningful exposure so we can reach a greater and greater audience. And speaking of a great audience, I wanted to give a shout out to Andy of Madman Motorsport and Matt, fan of the program. Matt, thank you for mentioning us on your recent oil analysis slip. You know who you are. I'm not going to give out full names for obvious reasons, but... Thank you so much for the comments that you, the listeners, are leaving on your oil information slips. I have told other analysts to forward those to me so that way I get a chance to see them, give you a shout out. Thank you so much for your support. If you haven't yet, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. That's where we are most active. We're also working on waking up the Twitter. We have more and more content on the way. Again, thank you so much for listening. This is Blackstone Joe signing off. We'll